on. I guess I could have turned off the metronome if I wanted to be sneaky. Yeah, you could have, and I also I, I think uh, it's can't way hear very well, so I, like, I could have <laughs> very likely missed it and Ooh, just I'm not so even noticed. Oh, God help you. The mic was um, like, I was like leaning back for the microphone. Hello and welcome to It's We Play, uh, the podcast where we are still figuring out how to produce at least part of ourselves while uh, producer Aaron is afar. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Kai. My pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And welcome. Uh, we apologize for um, being a couple hours later than we, you know, anticipated. <laughs> My uh, dude. I don't think we are anybody to say, I'm sorry we were a couple of hours I know, hours I just am still apologizing because we were also, you know, quite late just generally. Um, but this weekend was a very difficult mental health Sucked. weekend. But sacks. Our household, and I can imagine a lot of other households as well. Yeah, it sucked farts. Um, yeah, so quarantine. Uh, the last episode that we put out has uh, something that I would like to correct, um, wherein you uh, claimed that they would not do a shelter-in-place order, and yet here we are in Denver, Colorado, yeah. and we've been under shelter-in-place for a week, but I've been sheltering-in-place for a month. Mm-hmm, almost. Um, yeah, I mean, I made, I said what I said with the information I had available yeah, at no, that time. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying that's yeah, a corrections no, corner. It is it's a, complete, a big corrections it corner. It is a complete corrections corner. And I said I'd bet all the money I have, but I don't have very much money. So that's why I always say that because it's like, okay, whatever. What are you going to take? Like $400? Congrats. Yeah, like $10 from my yeah, wallet. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was wrong. It was very, 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 very wrong. Uh, yeah. yeah, it changed incredibly I was about to say incredibly rap- rapidly, incredibly quickly, because I'm a fucking stoner. But yeah. it changed incredibly dramatically and yes. severely incredibly quickly. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, nationally, we are still being recommended to uh, stay indoors as much as possible until April 30th now. That just changed um, as of this weekend. And, uh, you know, our state's recommendations have changed as well. And um, healthcare responders have started taking this more seriously because I had a conversation with my primary care doctor. This is actually the first time that I've talked about this, so you haven't heard this yet. Amazing. Um, I had a conversation with my primary care doctor where I was I was like, um, I am immunocompromised. Uh, I have an autoimmune disorder, and I take medication to suppress my immune system purposefully um and other meds just so happen to suppress my immune system that i take um so basically uh i i was talking to my doctor and this was when i was worried about coronavirus and before the u.s senators told the things that they knew to the american people um uh-huh after they sold their stocks but before they told us about it thank you i was never forget that that, never forget to be angry um and i was concerned about it so i went to my doctor and i was like hey i'm concerned about this um can i get a note to work from home if uh coronavirus comes to colorado which it already had been in colorado because we don't have testing on a national level (laughs) um so anyway she quarantine asmr with guy so anyway she was like uh 
yeah, of course. Um, but I don't think you or anyone else should really be concerned about this. And I was like, oh? And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fine. Like, it's just going to be sort of like the flu. Like, everyone's going to be okay. And I was like, uh-huh, o- okay. Like, if you say so, boy, howdy. Uh, not buying a word of it because I saw what happened in China and other countries that are not here. If people paid attention to world news, that would be a whole different story. But anyway, um, yeah, my doctor was wrong, as it turned out. Yeah, she's also bound to tell you, give her you her best advice based on the information she has. She yeah. was completely wrong, uh, and it's a bigger deal that she was wrong than that I was wrong. But also, yes. like, she gave you the note anyway, so, like... Yeah, no, I mean, she Whatever. she ta- she takes me seriously, yeah. which is yeah. even uh, all she, that I can ask yeah. for in a doctor, even yeah. if she, like, personally disagrees. Or um, thinks you're, like, being a little bit paranoid. Yeah. But uh, you weren't being paranoid. I was not so. being paranoid, as it turned out, uh, but I was also being paranoid. Yeah, that's the um, thing is you were. I was being paranoid yeah. while also not being paranoid. You were um, catastrophizing, but also, you were, you were catastrophizing, but you were right, but that doesn't make it healthy. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is exactly what happened. Uh, and now we're here, and we've been here together for 11 days now and you know oh yeah today's the 12th day today's the 12th day it's like seven o'clock okay yeah today's the 12th day and I this has proven to me just how much I absolutely love you that I I might have I've gotten frustrated with you I've gotten annoyed with you but I've never gotten tired of you which is pretty cool yeah that is pretty cool I would agree um yeah I mean I I've just wanted time alone but I I I take that if I want. I've spent yeah. whole days literally sitting in an inflatable couch on the front lawn. And when I say inflatable couch, I want to be clear. I mean, like, if you've played Animal Crossing New Horizons, like, why we have the one you can craft in that. An air lounge yes. is, I believe, the uh, the brand the name official of term. them. Uh, and we talked about the one that we bought at Pride. That's yep. already part of our lore and our canon that we own an air lounge. So the other day I just sat in it and, like, listened to 90s hip-hop and got super blazed it was really uh, chill it looked really chill yeah i was working i i'm still employed yeah well i'm still partially employed it's like only have like set. what if the federal government's listening no i i said that on my unemployment application i'm oh, applying for reduced oh, hours oh, unemployment. Okay. i didn't realize okay. yeah no the federal government can listen all they want i said on my application i am still partially employed but i have reduced hours got it, got um, it. yeah that's why i'm eligible eligible for basically a half paycheck per week that makes sense yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, whatever. I've been a while. Store fun stories from quarantine. Applying for unemployment. Yeah. Fun activities you can do for free in quarantine. Apply for unemployment. Um, Classic. So anyway, why was I talking about that? Uh, you, I partially employed. Oh, but I only have like at most like you were hanging out in the front in the air lounge. Yeah, so I can do a. I can do my work from outside on my laptop, and I I do because I'm like a list houseplant right now, but yeah. like one that like. I need need literal constant sunlight during the day or I will wilt and die. But I'm saying when I was talking about getting tired of you, not that we're spending all of our time together and we're not getting tired of each other, that we are spending a good healthy amount of time together, but we are literally each the only person that the other one and both of us is spending time with in person. Yeah. And that the fact that I haven't gotten tired of you and that is pretty great. Oh, completely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I was just yeah. musing through my own reflection yes, on the situation. Yes, of course, of course, of uh, course. So, um, Hannah. Yes, Kai. This is sure going to be an interesting question uh, with um, the new the new, the new, new QT, uh, QTs and QT. Um, <laughs> what is the gayest thing you've done this week? Um, 
I mean, I had a few mental breakdowns, which is womp womp. It's pretty gay. Uh, pretty gay. But one of them, I had a ma- mental breakdown, and then I FaceTimed my girlfriend about it. So um, I did that. And, and then came downstairs and got held by me on the couch yes. for like hours after. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a sort of multi-partner yeah, uh, support, support party. party. Um, then yesterday we just talked on the phone about bullshit, which was, I mean, it was delightful. Perfect. Like it wasn't, we just, talk, I don't mean bullshit. I mean, not about fucking COVID or anything related yeah. to it. We just talked about like, like stories and media and, and I've been doing with whatever. It's really nice. It is um, nice. Uh, we're back. Oh, great. Hello. So anyway, we had a brief, uh, off air discussion, discussion and then I sang at the cat. And then Kai sang at the cat. So that's what you missed here on it, it, If It's Gay We Play. So anyway, I, I uh, it, 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 um, yeah, had some, 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 some I sapphic cry, loving, cry, some deep sapphic loving, dude. Some like <laughs> some deep sapphic loving this weekend. Deep, long distance pining. Not even long distance. She's like, she lives like half I mean, an hour now from all here. sapphic loving from outside of your yeah, unless you household. already cohabitate with your partner. All <laughs> sapphic loving is long distance, which is pining is the most sapphic action behind besides breathing yes so uh but i will say i do still pine for you despite us living together interesting i don't you're right there i don't pine for things that are right there i pine i'm not making it okay yeah no that's true about you you pine yeah 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 that's true um i my three air signs as my main signs like i pine pretty much romantically and in no other way in this world. Well, or with food. I pine, whatever. I'm not going to get into it right now. It doesn't matter. Point being, you pine. Um, yeah, some deep pine and cried on the phone. Mm-hmm. Crying on the phone to your girlfriend is sapphic culture. Yeah, for sure. So what's the gayest thing you've done this week, Kai? Um, the gayest thing I've done this week is probably finally pick up the uh, plays of um, – Oscar Wilde and uh, start reading the full collection, um, which has been very enjoyable because at first I was like, I kind of hate re- reading place. Um, you have to get back into the like language of the era and the like style of plays. And I haven't read plays in a while. And I was like, Ugh, really? But then I like got into the story of it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. It's funny I'm as hell. really feeling. Yeah, it's super funny. The importance and of being earnest I, is, a, is, a is a gem. Phenomenally funny. And thing. I constantly reference myself doing wildian things or being yeah. wildian or imitating oscar wilde so i feel like it's about time i put my money where my gay, gay mouth little is, mouth is um and use my hands and gay uh, hands. eyes and brain to ingest some so oscar wilde use your hands to breathe into yeah to breathe into my hands yeah you're gonna cup, cup your hands like, like a, a glass, a glass to drink from so that you're from. Sapphic lover can yep. breathe into them. Can breathe into them and then drink the Are breath. Are you still breathing? Okay, we had another brief on-air moment of discussion. Listen, we should actually talk about this now, I think. The actual yeah. gayest thing we've done this past 12 days is navigate, like, quarantine and how yeah. uh, there, we were trying to record yesterday, but I had a complete meltdown <laughs> Uh, classic and so we didn't but we were both in a really usually when it 
that happens, it's because the energy is really bad in the room because yeah. we're both in a really bad place. And I mean, we're working professionals as well as partners who live together. Yeah. And that's like yeah, a thing to navigate. Definitely, yeah. and definitely. We, we haven't necessarily always done a great job of drawing boundaries around that. But yeah. we've talked about that a little recently. There have been some production meetings in Stick Poke Prod. And we are look. I mean, listen, we're not looking to not fuck around. Like we're no. going to fuck around and fart and burp and... I almost said come, which we are, but probably not on air. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's not off the table, I guess. No. Um, you never know these days. So anyway, your point was to bring uh, it back it's, from it's, sexy. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's difficult and it's different than anything we've really ever had to do. And those lines are especially blurred, A, when you cohabitate with someone, and B, when you are literally constantly trapped in the same house with them. Um, and I say trap not because it's like entrapping to be with you, but because we're literally we told our shelter in place order. Yeah, we're told by the government that we are trapped in our homes. By with the virus is trapping in our, us which in our is homes. incidentally uh, very triggering for both of our respective PTSDs yeah. regarding unsafe living spaces and uh, very particularly uh, like not always growing up for me in an uns- in a safe home. Growing up at least partially or largely in a very unsafe home yeah um but then also uh if not physically then like emotionally um and uh also living with a physically and emotionally and all sorts of different ways abusive partner um who did everything in her power to trap me at home with her um and not allow me to have any sort of context or social life or go anywhere or do anything or have any interests outside of being at home with her and it's very different right like you and I are at home doing our own thing most of the day yeah but because we're both in a very tense situation because of the virus trapping us in our homes and the fact that I am immunocompromised and we have to be even more careful than the average person living in quarantine right now everybody should honestly be as careful as we're being and then this wouldn't be necessarily as much of a problem in the first place no it's true um but uh we have to be or you could die like everybody could die but you could die hold on I'm so sorry. That was such an inappropriate time to sneeze, but I can't control it. It I'm so sorry. It was a hilarious time to sneeze. Continue. Um, Point being, uh, because there's this really elevated space of tension in the household, like the air is really thick with tension, not because there's tension between us, but because there's so much tension. The plot is thickening. In the air. And individually, we're both radiating anxiety, like radiating anxiety like little space heaters full of sadness um and so our brains aren't or my brain certainly wasn't smart enough to know that like no it's fine like your home isn't unsafe your home is still super safe and you're super super lucky and privileged for that and like this is your home that you love you love this house but and there's not bad energy in this house. There's good energy in this house, like in the wood and bones. If we just open up the windows, the bad energy will get out. But it's just that everything sucks right now. Uh, and so it's making your home feel unsafe. Uh, so that was a big revelation I yeah. had yesterday. Uh, I Yeah, because I had had that revelation a little bit recently when I was talking to um, – Oh, I was talking to my parents, and when I was a freshman in college, I used to always go to their house on the weekends to escape um, my stressful living situation as well as my very bad, untreated depression um, just generally. And uh, I was talking to my parents, and I was like, you know, 
I think the worst part about this, about a global pandemic, is that there is literally nowhere that you can go that is safe mm -hmm. um, because there's no such thing as, as safety. And so I was thinking about that because, uh, you know, whenever I think of, like, safety of home, I think of here, but then here feels unsafe. So, like, where is safety? Where is home? My parents' house. No, there is also very unsafe. In fact, arguably more so because my dad is still working outside of the house. Yeah, um, and it's not necessarily the emotionally safe. Yeah, fully. emotionally safe. Um, so, so thinking about that, you know, really made me reflect on that sort of thing. And so Hannah and I uh, have been working through that together because of how much we both love each other and care about each other and want each other to feel safe and happy. Um, We've also been navigating uh, polyamory when you are cohabitating and quarantined with one partner who is immunocompromised. And so despite no amount of time that your other partner can stay in quarantine is sufficient for safety. So we've been talking about that and figuring that out too. And we're hoping to maybe release some sort of uh, – yeah, hopefully look out. Uh, collaboration. Yeah. Well, piece. not hopefully. It will happen. She's already agreed to do it. Right? Yeah, but yeah, it'll. Okay. Just, yeah. It's just. Oh, hello. It's not like we don't have time. We just. Okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, I work more it's, than full time now. No, you totally do, but you. you I fuck you, off a lot, too. You fuck off a ton. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, yes, you work more than full time, and you're free in the evening pretty much always. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll There'll do it. Anyway, it's forthcoming collaboration between us and at the Littlest Pickle. Yes. Uh, check out her Insta. Famed sex goddess, the, at Famed, the Littlest Pickle. Famed asexual sex goddess yes. at the Littlest TM, Pickle. TM, TM. Uh, pickle. TM, TM, TM. At my GF, Danielle. <laughs> Did you register the domain? That's probably why. At mygf.daniel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, she's li the littlest pickle. You can find her at the littlest pickle at, what did I say? Mygf.daniel. My yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so gonna see what happens if I Google my, nope, no, I'm not going to do that. No, please don't. I'm Hannah, sorry. I have I'm another sorry. question for you. What game are you playing this week? So I've, uh, play, I'm playing a couple different games. Uh, Tell me about them. Play, I'm playing. So I'm playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, but that's what our episode is going to be mostly about. So I'll say I'll put a pin in that. Put a pin. Um, I last night, excuse me, I've been playing a lot of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which is really good, but also vaguely stressful because mm -hmm. um, it's just really like high tension, high action. Lots of zombies. Yeah, lots of zombies. So it's really good. I really like it, but it's hard for me to want to play when I'm in a really bad place. Yeah. Um, a little bit. So I, <laughs> I downloaded Borderlands 3 because it was on sale. Uh, my piece of shit alcoholic biological dad gave me $200 um, to like help with whatever, which is whatever. And we um, got groceries with that. We got groceries and then I had some funds that I was able to use to yeah. buy some veggie games. So I got finally a Borderlands 3 on I sale. I love being able to eat and play games. And play games. Uh, so I have, I accidentally stayed up to like 2 a.m. playing that last night. Whoops. It's super dumb. Everything Aaron said about it, it's true. The yeah, writing, Aaron fucking read the hell out of yeah, Borderlands 3 writing, famously so episodes ago. The writing is atrocious. It's god awful. The voice acting is atrocious. And like all the humor, all of it is super fucking cringy. It's yeah. so bad. Um, however, it's really pretty and the shooting and the, the movement and the gameplay feels really good. Uh, so I'm going to, I have and will play the fuck out of it. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I mean, a, a mindless shooter is an important thing to have nowadays. Yeah. Hit me up on PlayStation Network. Uh, I'm at Bananagrams420. That's not a joke. That's my gamer tag. No, that's actually true. And if you wanted to jump it in. Rips. To, <laughs> it fucking does, it dude. It fucking rips. It fucking rips, dude. Uh, yeah, if you want to play uh, fucking Borderlands, Borderlands 3 with me or something with Kai. Hey, Kai, what have you been playing? I will talk about my shooter that I foreshadowed earlier. Literally, Chekhov's gun. Um, <laughs> I have been Call playing... Call of Chekhov's duty. Yeah, I've been playing the new free uh, download Call of Duty Warzone, which has in-game purchases and is tied to Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, blah, 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 blah. I don't <laughs> give a shit. I got this game for free. I used to play the fuck out of Call of Duty... Um, Modern Warfare 2, I think it was, uh, online when I was a young teen in middle school, blaring 303, drinking sodas in the basement on a projector. I was a really big nerd, and I was also very good at Call of Duty, incidentally, and I have become very good at Call of Duty Warzone, Um, and I've been playing with my boys, my Shakespeare boys, um, erstwhile guests of the show, Dylan, and our producer boy, Aaron, and Hi Charles. Hi Charles. Of Hi Charles fame. Charles of Hi Charles fame. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Hi Charles yeah. Could, yeah. Correct. Thank you. Um, at this moment? At this possibly moment? Possibly at 7 p.m. Maybe. Likely. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ, I'm Tana. So stop sorry. moving the chair. Um, I'm really breathless. I know. So I've been playing a lot of that, and that's been very nice. And the other thing that I've been playing infinity hours of is Animal Crossing New Horizons, a game that on this show I have famously talked about waiting a year for because I love I – lo- more than a year, obviously, but like – it took a year yeah, longer. Yeah, whatever. Um, I love Animal Crossing with all of my heart and soul, and I have specifically been recalling recently um, the first time that I ever played Animal Crossing, which was when I was, I believe, uh, between eight or ten years old. Um, I went. I accompanied my mom on a business trip to San Francisco because my uncle and aunt lived there at the time. And we stayed at a hotel um, because people who live in San Francisco often do not have more than a single room with a couch in it because it's San Francisco. San Francisco, Um, and uh, there, this was during the time when there was um, game cubes in hotels (laughs) that you could just play. Yeah. Um, And on this game cube was yeah was Animal Crossing, Um, and I played it and fell in love with the entire aesthetic, the concept, the animals that I could be friends with, all the chores that I got to do. It was delightful. And um, that was what I asked for for Christmas that year, and I got a GameCube with Animal Crossing. And I've bought every game in the series ever since for the past 16 or so years of my life, which is my love for Animal Crossing is old enough to drive a car. Your love for Animal Crossing is like my love of Pokemon. Yes, and like, also my love of Pokemon. Yeah, but you you dipped out on Pokemon for a while. Yeah, but like, I've never dipped out on Animal Crossing. Yeah, exactly. right, you're right, you're right. Um, oh, what the fuck was I about to say? Animal Crossing. You're new oh, to the series. Oh, you bought, you bought all the, well, yes, but you've bought all of them except for this one because I bought it for you. Oh, my God, that's so cute. Yeah, that's true. Back when the world um, was different three Back when weeks the world ago, was different three weeks ago. Uh, I bought it for you, so which was nice. I pre-ordered it for you so that yeah. you had it the it was instant very sweet it came gift. out. Um, so... 
anyway, yeah, so obviously I was going to love this new Animal Crossing game, and I was especially thankful for it now. But Hannah, you yes, are new to the Animal Crossing franchise, I yes? Am. Yes. Tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, my first, I mean, technically my first Animal Crossing game, it doesn't really count, but I, I played Pocket Camp in that. We all played Pocket yeah, Camp. Yeah, in that, like, it wasn't even the, the Pocket Camp summer in the way that it was talking about. It was Pocket Camp month. It was the Pocket Camp, like, three weeks. Yeah. It was, like, everybody downloaded it and was like, this is really fun. And then it got boring after, like, After a you started of having weeks. to wait, like, four hours to get the Four the hours plus. Lumber. Yeah, to just get, generate resources. Yeah. And it was so pay-to-play oriented. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, was, I like, I love the animals, right? I love all the animals. Well, yeah, I love the aesthetic. I love doing the things, but not when it's pay-to-play oriented. Yeah, you also had to bribe the animals into being friends with you. And I mean, you do kind of have to do that in Animal Crossing. Kind of, but... Get late, get into the late game, Hannah, like okay. I am, where you have to mail them gifts every week in order to win their love and affection. I don't want to do that. When it gets to that point, I'll just stop playing because that doesn't <laughs> sound fun. That's... It's it's an exaggeration. Tell okay. me more. Um, Yeah, I'm... So I'm new to Animal Crossing. This game is really fun. It's not, I will tell you, quite enough my style to keep me, like, obsessively engaged. Like, yeah. The way that I would get, I can see Animal Crossing and my brain, and the way that I would get obsessively engaged with Animal Crossing is not quite healthy for me. It's a little too um, repetitive without being super sensorily engaging. Um, so it's, yeah, my I don't even think that it's, it's, I have the, so I do, on the one hand, I do think I have the potential to get the hyperfixation on it because it is so just like, Chop one more tree, do one more thing. I mean, when it came out, we played it for an entire weekend straight. Yeah, like, that's I could do that, and that's not really healthy for me to do games, um, as we all know, uh, unless it's, like, a really incredible story game. like um, That ends. Yeah, that ends, exactly, and is fairly railroaded. Um, Animal Crossing, it just ends when you get bored of playing, basically, it seems. Yep, that's true. Yeah, so I'm not really checking in every day, but it seems in this one uh, there aren't don't seem to be any real consequences for that. Yeah. Other than not getting your like Much fewer log in every day reward streak, which is not that big of a deal because there's the fucking nook miles are so easy to get. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's 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 not keeping me a hundred percent engaged. I will say, um, it's a little too quiet, but it's also super soothing, and I like it. And that night, excuse me, that we put uh griffin mcelroy's stream of playing animal crossing new horizons on the tv and then we both just played at animal crossing yeah. new horizons on our respective switches was very chill vibes uh, i have said that uh for this quarantine me having purchased an additional switch for our household is the best fucking decision i have ever made oh, in yeah. my entire I'm- life that in the bidet yeah oh yeah we're both things that you bought when we like had jobs and money and are helping us enormously during this yes. crisis. Like, Tushy is capitalizing on the toilet paper shortage, which I feel mixed about, but they make I a, didn't, yeah, they make a damn quality They make product. a fucking damn quality product. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. So anyway, new to the Animal it's, Crossing. And new to Animal Crossing. I, yeah. Very good, very cute. Uh, a little too boring chore simulator to um because there isn't really a story uh and so there isn't really a story and it's not like fast enough to keep me totally engaged for long periods but i recognize that it is an inc- is a perfect 
game. Like, it's an excellent video game. Yeah, I will say um, I definitely recognize that experience for somebody like you, which is why I thought I remember when you were watching me play it one time for, like, the first day before you downloaded it on your Switch, and uh, you were like, wow, that looks really engaging. Do you think I would like it? And I was like, I don't know because it could go so strongly either way for you i felt uh and it still feels like it can but um the thing about this uh new animal crossing and why i was so thankful and excited that it came out specifically now and not a year ago is um this feeling associated with animal crossing for many people uh, cross-culturally of uh being home yeah which is totally really fascinating and um there was a video on polygon recently uh that came out about this which was the use of uh animalese in animal crossing which is the language that the animals speak uh it's just the noise that they make their subtitles are in english um and it is translated from english in the U.S. and other English-speaking countries, and it is translated in Japanese in Japan. So, like, animalese is basically just sped up English or yeah, Japanese. with a couple of, like, audio of artifacts. Audio blips and things. It's, it's so, blips and bloops. Um, and it's, it's respective to each language. Uh, they have to redub it mm-hmm. in each language, and that is to reinforce and encourage that sense of comfort and that mm-hmm. sense of home, and that's something that's really been sticking by me uh, in, in, since I was, like, a child um, visiting somewhere else. And I think that sense of home is so important now for those exact reasons that I was talking about earlier I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, obviously, and I have been noticing the quality of life improvements between games. So to describe what Animal Crossing actually is, because I feel like a lot of people are posting on the internet about Animal Crossing New Horizons and not explaining what it is. Yeah. It is a sort of repetitive chore game where you are this youth that moves to this new island or new location in other Animal Crossing games and you move there with this guy Tom Nook and he's like here's your he's island. A, he's a, not even a well he's a guy but he's also more uh, importantly a Tanook. Yes he's a Tanook and he owns this island and he is letting people move there and it's like called the deserted island experience or something and so you're, you a there, and you're a human you're human everyone else in the universe is, animals. is so sort you of move there vaguely anthropomorphic kind yeah. of chibi animal so you move there with two other animals and it starts off and you just have like a tent and you owe tom nook some money for the flight expenses and stuff and you have to do small things like fishing or catching bugs and then selling those things in order to get money to pay off the debt. Um, And it's basically just that over and over and over and over. And you develop Mm -hmm. relationships with these other animal neighbors and friends. You can build a house and then expand that house. You have a museum that you fill with all the bugs and fish that you catch uh, and fossils that you dig up. And you now, in this one, this is totally new, you build your own furniture and tools. Yeah, that uh, is – I didn't realize the crafting yeah, is entirely new. Yeah, the crafting new. is That's an very entirely cool. new concept. Well, not, I mean, well, they no, technically introduced it. new. In, there, uh, there was also um, a crafting system in New Leaf 
but it wasn't like it wasn't like this it wasn't as dynamic or memorable as as this um was it new leaf or was it the wii one it was it was one of them there was one of them i get a lot of the animal crossings mixed up but this this game has just so many like uh, quality of life improvements since the past games. Um, the the versatility and availability of the controls is absolutely incredible. The the way that the tools are used and the timing and speed and reaction of those tools, like the fishing rod and the net and the shovel, is really is really incredible. The I feel like the economy is much better balanced in this game in that it is much faster to make bells. However, you make fewer bells from the things, but there's always things around to find and do because in older Animal Crossing games, like in the GameCube game, you wouldn't be able to catch a fish like every five seconds. Like there weren't that many fucking fish around. There was like only so much to do on one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they would keep showing up, but you'd have to actually wait. Like, I do like that it has more instant gratification, it sounds like. It, there is, it's marrying the perfect balance of instant gratification and also patience. That's I, great. Which is why I think I'm able to play it. Yes. I think I, I maybe would have disliked old Animal Crossing you from would've. your description. But I like this game. And I yeah. watched you play it, and I was also high, and I was in a good mood, and I was yeah. painting. Um, and I was watching you play it, and I was like, this is super fucking adorable. This looks really very soothing cute. and cute. And it turned out I didn't have to buy a second copy. I could just install the copy I bought you Don't tell on Nintendo. my Switch. I think it's fine, because your account is also on my Switch, and it could be registered more than one device. Yeah. Anyway, Nintendo is generally pretty nice. But it's part of this, this trend that we talked about with... Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield also mm-hmm. of just like really I don't know I haven't I'm not experienced in Animal Crossing so I can't say it's preserving the soul of the thing oh sounds, I would say so okay great in that case it's continuing the trend of Sword and Shield with Nintendo doing these really incredible updates to their franchises yeah with these new entries that both preserve the soul of this of the thing so well but also improve make these these ease of access and quality of life improvements that make it more accessible to a broader audience without pandering yeah i think nintendo is doing that very successfully i have noticed however that in the new animal crossing animal crossing new horizons there it feels like there's less sort of the little animal crossing sense of humor and personality that Mm. used to be present in previous games because in previous games there were fucking weird ass characters that felt like they were totally out of left field like uh, mr rossetti and the the shrink that would come to your town and the fortune teller i don't know if she comes back but there there were a lot of different like nutty animals and sometimes animals were kind of mean to you and like actually really mean to you and like it just felt like it had a little bit more uh, a little bit different of inclusion of like that animal crossing yeah. feeling so i would say that it's been definitely a little bit watered down mm, to enough. be more appropriate for this generation's children mm. in that we are raising children to be much less mean and un- unkind than we used to so yeah, i'm not like great. complaining about it it's just it's different than previous games that I've played. So oh. it, to me, it, it's like a little bit different. But it's still got a lot of really fun like wordplay and puns and cute little things that the animals say. And the animals are much more helpful in this game too, honestly. That's great. 
Would you say that this one, it sounds like focuses, it sounds like the old games, it found, it, it's focused more on building like a community and, and character dynamics, whereas this one is more about building like a town and crafting and furniture and resources. Like this one seems really heavily focused on the crafting thing and less focused yeah. on the, 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 the animals. I, I think New Leaf signaled the beginning of that change mm, interesting. when crafting was introduced and also when um, you first became the mayor of the place. Like this is the first time that you've ever had any power. Is this, was it before or after Minecraft that that started happening? After. Because, because I think, because we just watched that video about how Minecraft changed all video games after that. And this game I've described, when I first watched you play it, I was like, this looks like if Minecraft had an, a not disgusting aesthetic. Because I fucking, I hate the aesthetic of Minecraft so much. It gives me genuine anxiety that I can't and won't play Minecraft. I am presently doubting myself, when did Minecraft come out? I'm curious about when Minecraft came out because I also don't remember when New Leaf came well, out. Well, we can, luckily we can. No, find. I know. I'm saying because uh, I associate those two games at completely separate points in my life so i have literally no idea which one came first new leaf came out in 2012 so it was okay it was after minecraft i'm so happy that i was right because i my uh animal crossing has always made me feel very like protected and taken care of and i think that's how i've felt playing that game since i was a kid so i sort of like feel more in touch with my younger self when I play the game. I feel that and, way about Pokemon for sure. Yeah. And so that's why I was a little bit like, what, how old was uh -huh. I? Yeah. How old was I when this was happening? Teen. It was actually New Leaf came out the year that I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Wild. Very wild. Very wild. But yeah, it feels like if Minecraft looked good a little bit. And, sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I like the – I, I – Enjoy the idea of dabbling in the concept behind Minecraft in the way that I enjoy kind of being able to float in and out of uh, New Horizons and not feel too much pressure about it. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's very good the way that the animals aren't pressuring you anymore to, like, have to hang out with yeah, them. Yeah, that, that sounds super stressful. Yeah, it, the relationship with uh, the animals it is definitely a little bit stressful in previous previous. Now it just sounds like the, the relationship is more like chill and consensual it's just like yeah. everybody's kind of doing their own thing and you like oh for sure these animals sometimes. often do their own thing nowadays like they're doing yoga in the town square i've seen it or they're lifting weights or they're catching Beautiful. bugs yeah. and in previous games they did not have nearly that many activities to do there's just something so specific about the way that animal crossings art is mm -hmm. the way that its music is the way that its animal voices are the way that the way that you're able to interact with the game and the controls and the feeling of the controls all of it is so that's the thing about it all every single bit of it is so what is the word that i'm looking for purposefully created yeah it's mindful it's mindful mindfully crafted intentional for sure um, it's it's just so deeply curated. curated. That's it. It's so deeply curated. And it's obvious that they took an extra year to make it so deeply curated. Yeah, and it's, it's a very good game because of it. Previous Animal Crossing games were not nearly as curated. And that is a little bit what I miss. Because I feel like in this era of games, we are seeing 
fewer and fewer fun little like glitches or lags or yeah. problems and those are sometimes things that i enjoy about games like their own little quirks or eccentricities totally. so the fact that like this one doesn't really have any of that stuff it makes me a little sad i guess and and that's not something that nintendo should be fu- that's not a part of me that nintendo should be trying to please like it's no. not a healthy or a good part no i think we we should like that games are refined and reliable uh, yeah, i love it i think i think glitches are more fun in retrospect than they were at the time Depends i think on the we, glitch if we were experiencing that many glitches now uh we would feel differently about it than like back then it was just like a way that things were and now that yeah. things are better when we are, do have a glitch we're like come on yeah unless no, it's totally. a fun glitch like clipping through a wall fun glitch fun glitch i just think that the fact that it's curated also makes it a lot more accessible i will tell you shitty games still have fun glitches because like yes borderlands 3 I saw somebody, an enemy I was trying to fight clip through a wall yesterday, and I fought a boss, and I just jumped off the platform before I was supposed to be fighting him. And when he was trying to fight me on the other platform, his AI seemed to do a short out, and he just stood there and let me shoot him to death. Oh, that's great. I love so, that. So uh, if it's a shitty game, it has plenty of those fun glitches. What was it specifically that drew you to want to play Animal Crossing when you saw me playing it? It looked really, really soothing mm. and really, really... Uh, cute in a way that wasn't cloying just like wholesome and soothing i was curious because i want to sort of try to approach and get at the fact that animal crossing is so fucking popular right now and like switches are sold out Mm -hmm. that's crazy it's incredibly soothing the social aspect works mm, really well yeah it does it's easy to engage with and it's really fun yeah and uh there there's even a voice chat you can use through your through a free it's really phone cool. app with your Nintendo account. It's fantastic. It's it's again, it's thoughtful and it's well integrated. Yes. Um and everybody I knew like Tiffany was gonna be playing it and I like I wanted to play it with like some of our friends. Yeah. Uh I'm more into social gaming now. Yeah. Not entirely like I like it to do it less than you do. Yes. Um, but I'm much more on the social gaming hype now. Uh so I thought that would be fun. And uh yeah, I mean, it was just the next... I knew every fucking buddy was going to be talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to play it for myself because it seemed pretty, like, low investment. I mean, it ended up being low financial investment, and it was no yes. a no-brainer. But uh, it was pretty low emotional investment in terms of, like, at worst, it was just going to be kind of boring, and I would just stop playing it. Yeah. Like, it seemed like something that... I think Animal Crossing is... is yeah, I think it's just a, it's a wholesome... Thing. It's not soothing for everybody, but yeah. Uh, if you smoke a shit ton of weed, uh, it can be very soothing yes. for your brain. Now, the thing that I also find interesting is how popular Animal Crossing New Horizons is, specifically with trans people. Interesting. And, I mean, one of my favorite parts about this new Animal Crossing, first off, and I should have led with this, is it does not make you choose a gender. It says choose your style, and it's got short hair and long hair. And you can change that at any point when you have a mirror. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Impeccable. Yeah, because you're otherwise a pretty, like— It was such a simple fix. Yeah, you're like a genderless Playmobil. Yes, you're just a genderless— young youth you're yeah. a youth you're a genderless you just have youth. different like hair and clothes yeah and, or whatever. and clothes and you can change them and anyone can wear any clothes yeah it's pretty and to my knowledge the animals don't comment on it like they might have used to um 
So anyway, it's very exciting that this is the change that Animal Crossing is making, and I think that might be a reason why trans people are so interested in it. Also, what I really like about Animal Crossing is a lot of it is pretty average stuff, right? Like paying off home loans, <laughs> doing things over and over again Fishing for a, a job. Lot. No, I mean selling doing, selling things, like yeah. doing things over and over again for bells money job. to job it's job and relationships and building a community and etc etc like it's all very average stuff right it's, just a, it's like a chibi slice of life sim yeah it is it is very similar to that i'm just saying so it's so it's all very average stuff yeah but you do not get treated any differently or paid any fewer bells based on any aspect of your identity yeah, that's pretty cool. It's an egalitarian it's super world. Cool. Everybody's and this just is also chilling. the first Animal Crossing game where you can be black or yeah, that's brown. Pretty, that's pretty buck Any wild. kind of color besides white. That's pretty buck wild. It's amazing. It's amazing. That should have been the first thing I talked about. Also, there's so many quality of life changes yeah. that are so fucking good. Completely. But anyway, you can be you can be black, you can be trans, you can be any sort of character. Um and there is a wheelchair in game. You can't use it. I have it. It's exciting, but it's it's nothing. I mean, yeah, you can be all, you yeah, you can you be a lot like of you can mobility. be a lot more things than you used to be able to be and you don't get treated as lesser because of that. You still get paid the same amount, you can still do all the same things, go all the same places. It's really egalitarian and pretty socialist. Uh, yeah, bells, you have to pay bells for stuff, but bells don't seem to have any real particular value. Like, they're yeah. super easy to get, and, like, you just kind of pay off your loan whenever. Yeah, like there's no, matter. like, hurry. Yeah. So it's it, it takes away the stress from those everyday things, yeah. right, by sort of reframing them in your mind in a sort of EMDR-like fashion. And also, you know, you get treated, get treated equally, and that's pretty all right by trans people because most trans people uh, are a pretty big fan of um, being treated the same as yeah, their cis counterparts. But also a lot of trans people are socialists. That's true. Thank and you. And those things are related. Yes. Yes, yes, they are. Expecting longer, I'm pleased. So that seems like some pretty good thoughts about Animal Crossing. I will have many more many thoughts additional thoughts about Animal Crossing because I've only your... started to dig into some of the academic theory behind it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, tell us your thoughts about Animal Crossing. We are posting our gamer tags in our social media. Yes, uh, I will put Kai's up there, but um, you should come. Get on our islands. Come fucking, to our islands. Fucking chill. Come fight with me in Warzone. Fight by my side. I'm yeah. Trans Butch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Trans Butch. At Bananagrams420. I'm not playing Warzone, but you could like. I am. You could play Borderlands 3 with me if you wanted. I don't think anybody's still playing that. Um, it's fun. The shooting feels fun. Just listen with a listen to a podcast or something. Don't listen <laughs> to the people talk because it's really, really, truly insufferable. Yeah. Um. So that's podcasts. We're going to try and, you know, it took us a couple tries to get this one right, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm I'm happy with it. And yes. it's going to take us still a little bit of time to figure out how we process all this through this medium in quarantine. But we're committing ourselves to getting back on track and uh, hoping to contribute something of a positive voice Soothing. So positive and or soothing voice if we can to the conversation. Parasocial. Um, parasocial. Nor nor normality. Paranormal. Paranorman. That's a good movie. Yes. 
So anyway, you can find us on social media. On We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Gay Gamers with a Z, G-A-Y-G-A-M-E-R-Z. <laughs> you can email us at if it's gayweplay at gmail.com. If you also, if you feel like, like, DMing or emailing us your friend codes. Sledded or DMs. Yeah, we'll also add you. Um, yes, we will. That's easier if you want to send us things on uh, on the social medias or the email or whatever. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our producer, Aaron, both for producing this show and for our theme song. And for being a friend. And for being a friend. And for producing this network. It's the Stick Poke Prod Network. You can listen to other shows, such as No Exit. It's a comedy horror podcast that I do uh, with my friend Wendy. But and not about horror comedies. Sometimes, but mostly not. Usually it's just jokes about horror. Mostly we just talk about horror, and hopefully it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the grace of Pod. Hot. Hot. Which is, I think, on hiatus, but the episodes that do exist, you should listen to them. Yeah, and um, I still talk to Tiffany, so it's basically like it still exists. For me. Yep. Yeah. Is Tiffany the key? Yep. I still talk to all those people. As I mean, a same, fact. but uh, Sometimes. She's, she's the main the main character of the pod that I think of when I think of the pod. I don't know why. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hot take. I feel like everybody has their own main character for By the Grace of Pod. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, um, thanks they for listening. Uh, don't hang out with your friends right now unless you already cohabitate with them. Stay home. Wash your hands. Be safe. It not only keeps you safe, it keeps tons of other people safe. Like me. Like Kai. Uh, follow our social media, and uh, we're, we're trying to post some goofs on there because we're trapped in a house together. Yeah, and we're trying to live about stream. It. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to try and get some streaming stuff off the ground yeah. here soon. And, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. We love you. We love you, and uh, keep playing gay. And keep being games. And, and fuck, fuck shit, shit up. up. Goodbye. Goodbye.